Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Proverbs. When one finds a worthy wife, her value is far beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She obtains wool and flax and works with loving hands. She puts her hands to the distaff and her fingers ply the spindle. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward for her labors and let her works praise her at the city gates. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Blessed are you who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways, for you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be in favor. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Your wife shall be a fruit like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home. Your children like olive plants around your table. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Concerning times and seasons, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness for that day to overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the one who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plan and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? 
Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not much of a gambler. I've never sat at a blackjack table. In a casino, I'll find the 25-cent draw poker machines and play until I lose $10 or $20. I do enjoy going to the occasional horse race, but it's more for the atmosphere than anything. I'm kind of fascinated with the toothless old men eating chili and drinking beer while clutching their daily racing forms. I personally never bet more than $2 a race. Okay, maybe a billion-dollar Powerball jackpot will occasionally tempt me, but even that's pretty rare. I don't have much faith in Lady Luck. I've heard, in fact, that she's a tramp. Lady Wisdom, however, is another story altogether. You might think that our first reading for today is about your mother, or at least my mother. I had a really good one. Mom didn't spend much much time at a spindle, but I'm pretty sure my dad knew he had a wonderful partner. She took care of him in our home and ably raised six kids, even though there wasn't much money. My childhood was a happy one. On one level, the passage from Proverbs does praise the virtues of a holy, faithful wife. But this, the epilogue to the book of Proverbs, is meant to complement the prologue of the book, in which wisdom is personified as a woman who invites everyone to a banquet at her home. The author draws an analogy between wisdom and the qualities of a good wife. In that time, men provided financial resources for the home and women managed them. A wise wife was prudent in her use of whatever modest means were entrusted to her care. She ensured all members of the family were well-fed and appropriately, if not elegantly, clothed. But her beauty didn't stop there. She also managed to use what they had to care for the poor, doing it all with a focus on fear, or maybe, better said, awe of the Lord. She understood that all the blessings of life are a gift from the Creator. And how does this affect her spouse? Our author tells us, her value is far beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. By caring for her family and the community in holiness, she blesses, honors, and brings glory to her husband. We, the church, who fear the Lord and seek wisdom, are called to be a worthy wife to our spouse, God himself. But such faithfulness is, well, a gamble, which brings us to today's gospel parable. Not being a gambler, nor very aggressive in general, I can't help but be impressed by the servants to whom the master entrusts five and two talents. In the master's absence, the servants double his money. That doesn't happen in a money market account. These two servants took some risk and it paid off. That doesn't mean that their aggressiveness was foolish, however. The master's praise is because they followed the example he had given them. Like the worthy wife, their virtue blesses, honors, and brings glory to their master. As Oscar Wilde once said, Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness. By contrast, the servant given one talent operates out of fear, and not the good kind, that is, awe and admiration. We should note that a talent is approximately 15 to 20 times an annual annual wage. Even a modest investment would have earned significant nominal return. The master had been exceedingly bold in entrusting great wealth to a servant who had lesser abilities than the others. The fearful servant, however, dishonors the master by doing the opposite of what his master would do. Given the master's great wealth, you get the sense that 
This timid servant would not have been punished for being aggressive and losing. The master expected the servant to represent him in his stewardship of what he was, of what he was freely given. One of the unique features of a casino is the 24-7 gaming and the absence of clocks. Those inside live in perpetual daylight, quote-unquote, and enter fully into the gambling activity that surrounds them. The Christian, the disciple, the true imitator of Christ, is expected to do the same. As St. Paul says to the early church, waiting for the Lord's return, in our second reading, all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. The Lord has entrusted us with great treasure. The wise servant is prudent but aggressive in doing what Jesus does. It's not without risk, at least in worldly terms. But Jesus was not shy in challenging the culture of his day, including religious authorities, to fulfill the will of his Father. He boldly reached out to sinners, raised up the lowly, and spent every drop of his precious blood for the sake of justice. And the shame of the cross became his glory. Be proud, aggressive, bold, fearless imitators of Christ, and that glory will be yours. The alternative is, as our gospel reminds us, the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day and say a prayer for you. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table.